Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the Light, the Fight podcast. Welcome to the OG Therapy. All right, got another episode of OG Therapy for you. And again, this is another question from a real-life teenager. And this question, I actually talked about this recently. And I talked about it in one of my podcasts recently about the importance of having a father figure in the home. Now, the question came through is, what are some good ways to deal with not having a father at home? Now, if you guys didn't listen to one of my earlier episodes, uh, I think it was a week ago, I believe, I talked about how a father in the home, and this is some, I don't, maybe I shouldn't say cool research, but it's some research that I heard recently. It's been going around the internet for a while, so maybe you even heard about it. But they said if, they said 80% of the people incarcerated in the federal prison system did not have a father in the home or did not have a father figure present while they're growing up. Uh, that's a pretty big statistic. And it makes me think like, man, like fathers might be kind of important in the home. Now, how do you deal with not having a father figure in the home? I had a father in the home. It was my adopted grandfather. If I'm being totally honest, I didn't have a real close relationship with him until I was late 20s. I think it was about 28, 29 years old when I started confiding him and started talking to him about real deep personal things. He wasn't a bad dad. He and I just didn't really connect. We didn't have a lot in common. We had football in common, but besides that, we weren't close. We really had nothing else besides football in common. And because I knew I was adopted, because I felt he and I were so different in our personalities, I felt like there, you know, we didn't have that much of a connection. Obviously, that changed when I got married to uh, my wife. Uh, he was my best man. Having said that, I did have someone in the home. But not having a father figure in the home, I also shared in a previous podcast, that that was one of the four contributing factors to a teenager feeling suicidal, having serious psychological, mental, and emotional struggles such as depression, anxiety. They uh, did a study at John Hopkins University. I believe it was BYU and Harvard did a joint study. They interviewed like like some huge amount, like 80,000 or 120,000. I can't remember the name, the number off the top of my head. Um, uh, teenagers in the state of Utah, and they found out that one of the four top categories that they were able to determine if someone, if a teenager is going to be suicidal or a contributing factor was that they didn't have a father present in the home or father figure present in the home. So how do you cope with not having a father figure present in the home? First of all, I feel bad for you. My heart goes out to you. It's very difficult. Father, uh, you know, daddy-daughter dates, father-son campouts, those types of things, they, they get really difficult. They get really challenging. Um, you know, I wish I could just tell everyone, go out there and, and make your cool uncle or, or find an uncle that could be that father figure or um, uh, a stepdad or, <clears throat> uh, you know, uh, maybe one of your friend's dads. Unfortunately, not everyone's going to have that availability. If you don't have a physical father, seek out men in your I want to say in your life, seek out men that you can gain knowledge and information from, men that you admire. Now, little little side note, they may not always be the most popular people. They may not be the, the, the coolest athlete. They may not be the coolest musician. Now, they could be. There's some musicians and athletes out there that 
have uh, really, really taken a lot of effort and time in their life to try to become a good father themselves. Listening to good fathers talk about what a good father does, it could make you a little sad, but it could be very comforting. Getting advice from people that you don't even actually know, but are giving you advice coming from that's how they would talk to you if you were their kid, that's really huge. Second, if you have friends, which I really hope you have friends, but if you have friends that have good fathers themselves, ask those fathers, say, hey, listen, I'm not trying to get you to be like my actual dad, but I was wondering, would it be all right with you if, if I had some big decisions in my life or if I needed to bounce some ideas off someone? Would it be all right with you if, if you be one of the people that I call and that I could talk to? I've had a lot of teenagers that didn't have dads in the home. I told them to reach out. I told them to pick like four or five men in their life um, that they trusted or they possibly could trust. And they would give me that list of those people. Then I'd say, now I want you to reach out to them through preferably not text, but if that's the only way you could, texting, preferably face-to-face over the phone call, Zoom, and just say, hey, you know, I was wondering if you could do me a favor. And I told them to ask these, these men if they wouldn't mind if in the future if they were struggling or needed something, uh, some advice or some counsel, if it would be okay if they came to these men. Now, one teenager in particular took the five men, narrowed it down to three, reached out to all three, and kind of did this other thing that I teach uh, people to do, which is kind of made a board of directors like a, like a committee. She actually had three men in her life. You know, One was an uncle, I believe. One was like her friend's dad, and the other one was like a coach. Trusted all three of them. They've never done her wrong. They've never been mean or disrespectful to her. And she really looked up to them a lot and kind of said this same thing that I'm suggesting you say to every single one of those men. Every single one of those guys said they would be honored. And that was my point. Every young person I've ever given this advice to came back and they said, they said yes, like they would love to help me out. That's a huge win, you guys. And let's say you do have a father in your home, but they're not present. They're not around often. They're not a connection. Or maybe your father struggles with addiction. Maybe you've tried to open up and and confide in your father, but it wasn't safe because they use that information against you. You can still do the same thing. Having a father in the home is a huge blessing. It's something that all the statistics say is a huge advantage. Not having a father in the home, it's going to make it harder. It doesn't mean that there's not other options though. So this is what I would suggest. You being able to find some men, use those men as resource of knowledge of information. And I don't mean men that you actually know. The first example I said was people online, um, you know, reading books, uh, you know, podcasts, listening to podcasts from, from men that you look up to and you admire and you respect, get their perspectives on life and, and how they'd handle things. And the second one would obviously be going out of your way and asking people, if they would do you that favor and and whether you use them all the time or not for advice and suggestions, ideas, how to make life decisions, just reaching out to a person and asking them if that'd be all right, you'd be surprised. It puts you on their radar. A lot of guys, including myself, a lot of guys don't know how much to be involved in a young person's life, but we identify. I know all the good men that I know, they identify on a, on a team or you know, when I teach teenagers at the high school, identify the teenagers that I find out that don't have a father figure in their life. I find out that have had some struggles, identify them 
And I really look at them saying, man, how, how could I help them out? One of them today came to me after, uh, during, before my class and said, hey, any chance I could talk to you sometime today? I hadn't had him in my class in a couple of quarters. I said, well, yeah, for sure, of course. Come after my last period and come talk to me. I got about 15 minutes. Came in, he goes, Jamash, you're like one of the only people I could trust, one of the only men I could trust. And I'll be honest with you guys, that really surprised me. Because me and the student hadn't ever really had, we haven't had a long conversation just between the two of us. He was nice and talked to me, but he didn't really open up to me a lot while I was his teacher. But because I shared some things with him in the class, because he felt safe and comfortable around me and just thought I was someone that would understand and wouldn't judge him, he said, I really, I just need to talk to him. I feel like you're the type of person, you're the person I, that I could talk to without no judgment, nothing. He told me what he was going through. He shared he's going through a breakup with his girlfriend. He kind of screwed up the relationship. They're dating for two years. You know, this is the first girl he's ever fell in love with. He just wants his reputation back. He, he wants a second chance, but if he can't get a second chance, he would at least like to end on good terms where he doesn't feel like he was a horrible boyfriend. I gave him some suggestions. I talked to him for a little bit, told him, hey, I'm not your therapist, but just as an, as an older dude, your teacher, an OG, it's been there, done that in these type of situations. I suggest you write a letter, and I told him exactly what to do. He left there beaming. He was like, thank you so much. That's exactly what I need to hear. I didn't even realize that, that I could do that or I, I should take that approach. And it was really cool for me. So for all you kids out there listening to this that don't have a father figure, trust me, those men in your life, they would love to be that person for you. But you have to ask them. You have to reach out to them and, and see if they'd be interested. I haven't heard anyone come back to me and say, yeah, I asked uh, this one guy, my coach, whatever, and they said, no, I don't have time for that. It was always the opposite. They went out of their way to let the teenager know they would be honored. Well, that's today's episode. You guys pay close attention. Just pay, pay close attention. Stay tuned. But while you stay tuned, also pay attention to the next episode. Got some more questions coming for you real soon. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.